Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Oh, yeah. It's Taz here. No Moose. Moose is on vacay. Uh, and we have Zach Gelb in for the Moose. Appreciate you guys listening. We're coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. If you want to call the show, very simple process. Attention hotline fans. That's right. Daily eight dollars short. 855-212-4227. That's an 855-212-4227. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody listening to our show across these great United States. I'm one of our great affiliates on CBS Sports Radio. Maybe listening on the CBS Sports Radio app. Maybe the Radio.com app. Maybe the SiriusXM app or any other kind of app you might have. Thank you for that. Or you're listening on SiriusXM channel 206, the home for CBS Sports Radio. Or maybe you're checking out the show following along on Instagram or Twitter. And the show address is at Taz and the Moose. That's Taz at 1Z. At this point of the program, uh, we get into a little something called the three. Here we go. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. And your luck has a high ankle problem. That's right. Uh, Jim Ursay revealed that luck... Uh, he's got some issues with a small little bone uh, on the back of his ankle. It's whatever kind of, that means. Yeah, whatever that means, right? And it's, yeah, it's something that not a lot of people have, and it's something that uh, apparently he, Andrew Luck, might have. This went from being a calf injury, um, you know, uh, back in the spring to, you know, where Frank Reich was trying to downplay it a little bit to now it's definitely escalated because he's only practiced how many times, Zach? Two, three times since the spring? Something like that. Not much. He's, uh, you know, happened in April. Then in May, wasn't present for OTAs. They kept on saying in June, it's not a concern. Then July returned a little bit and then suffered that setback and has been out ever since. Yeah, so... Uh, and now not going to play in any of the preseason. Correct. So Jim Irsay, he... Uh, he went on the radio Monday night with Bill Polian and basically said that it's a bone. I'm not good at these things, but it's called Mo something else. It's a little small bone. That's what the owner of the Colts said. So this little small bone. Very clear. Always yeah. abundantly clear. That yeah, right. I know, right? It's, it's tough to, to say the word of the issue. It's called uh, the Ulsum trigidium. I, I know I probably said that wrong. It's a small little round bone that sits behind the ankle joint. Now, as most people know, I mean, if you've been athletic or work out or just check your body out sometimes to make sure you're okay, your ankle joint is there's a lot of little bones in your ankle in that joint. It's a sensitive but strong joint. So uh, apparently in my research, like 5 to 50% of people have this osotrigium. Okay, it's it's this little bone thing that, that kind of sticks out the back of area of your joint in your ankle. So... Also in my research, for athletes that have to have surgery on this to have this fixed, it could take up to 12 weeks of being out of being able to perform as an athlete. So we know that Andrew Luck is not going to play at all during the preseason, okay? We know that. 
I don't think he's going to play probably the first three weeks of the season. And if they have to do surgery, Zach, on this ankle, on this issue, on his ankle joint, uh, this guy might not play next year. And I was talking, this coming year, I should say. I was talking to Dwight Freeney about a week ago. Oh, you name dropping. Huh? Well, a little name drop. Oh. And Big he shot. had the same reaction yeah. as I did at first. Oh, yeah. He said, well, it's early. You know, we still got time. To the season and starts. how long ago was this? This was about a week and a half ago. Okay. So it's just a it's just a calf injury. He'll be fine. They're going to be extra cautious. It's the preseason, and then you find out that this is a whole lot serious. And with mm-hmm. this past, I get it was a shoulder injury where he missed the whole season and right. all that. Right. And they don't get the benefit of the doubt. And then you have Ballard clarifying what the owner said, talking about how it's pain in the calf and the lower leg. It's an ankle injury, high in the joint, above the Achilles tendon. The whole thing. It seems as if they don't actually know what it was up until maybe the other day or a few days ago and now if I'm a Colts fan yeah I'm concerned this is my franchise quarterback he has a, a bunch of uh, you know a plethora as you would say That's my word. of uh, injury problems and right. now it's not the shoulder but now it's a uh, it, it's an ankle injury so this is this is concerning and I'm kind of with you if yeah. you had to ask me yes or no right now, gun to the head, does he play week one? I'm saying no. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I hope it's not I, the case. I, I hope not either. I, I don't think he's going to be playing, dude. I mean, definitely for a few weeks. And like I said, if, if they have to, if it is this, uh, this, this also trigium, if it is this situation where they have to go in and have to do surgery on this thing, I mean, he's not playing this year. It's 12 weeks. of. Re- this is a guy who... Look, we both agree he's a tremendous quarterback when he's healthy. He's an excellent player when he's healthy. It, it, you know, he's on the cusp here of being looked at as a complete injury-prone guy. I mean, he's just not healthy enough. He's just not. You know, so now, you know, Colts fans, unfortunately for you guys, you're going to get a steady diet of percent back there, you know, taking snaps. You know, that's what but Bill right. Parcells loves, by the way. Well, okay, well, that's great. Okay, See what he does. Let's see what he does. I, I, you know, I don't think he's in the same world as a quarterback as Luck. Right no doubt. I mean, no you know, doubt. I mean, I, I, I don't care if Bill Parcells loves him. I mean, you know, what I mean, like I, I just don't. I, who knows? I mean, I, I'm, I have no, no dog in the fight with this. I, Colts, go ahead, go, go, knock it out of the South. They'll do great in the AFC South. I hope so. Good for them. I hope it works out. I hope it sets great. Hope Luck gets healthy. I don't want to see this happen to the guy. I think he could be a, just one of the better quarterbacks that we've seen in modern day football, but. With all the stuff going on, that devastating shoulder injury you brought up that he had, you know, um, uh, it felt like he was out forever. It felt like he was never coming back. I remember saying when Moose and I first started our show a couple years ago here, we were talking about Andrew Luck about something during the football season. He was out. And I predicted this was going into last season, Zach, that he wouldn't play. I was wrong. He did play, obviously, but I was wrong. I didn't think he was going to play. I didn't think he was going to come back because the shoulder, the neck, the this, the that. It was like you know, crazy. And it was amazing how quickly he was able in last season to flick that switch because I remember seeing him early in Philadelphia, and it was the final play of the game or, right. or towards the end. They were doing a Hail Mary. They didn't even have him throw the Hail Mary. Mm. And his arm looked like a noodle at times during the game, and you saw the end result last year. Right. The guy was sensational. Uh, that team, though, is is obviously completely different without Andrew Luck. And Frank Reich, I mean, you know, he had to be a few weeks back. I don't know if you remember this. Not concerned. Not concerned. And he was joking about Kevin Durant, kind of Mm -hmm. saying it was like the same type of 
you know, well, whatever that type of thing. He didn't say Achilles, but I remember. I, I don't remember the exact quote, but I remember right talk mentioning, or maybe somebody from the media asked, was something about about Kevin Durant. Look, man, this thing is amplified now. This thing is amped up here. You know what it seems? It seems as if they really thought it was a calf strain. And they go, oh, everything's fine. And then you keep on looking at the calendar and you're saying, yeah. here goes one week. Here goes two weeks. Here goes three weeks. Yeah. Why isn't he back? And then it's, well, we don't really know what the issue is. He's complaining maybe about pain in a different area of his right, body. Right, right, And now maybe they just found the resolution, but there's big red alarms going off on this one. And... Uh, they don't get the benefit of the doubt because of this past, and and hopefully, well, hopefully he's there week one, and they're just being extra cautious, and it's all good to go. Yeah. But how do you believe anyone right now? Well, you, how, how could he be back? I know you're saying that. I know you're not saying that's going to happen. But how how could he be back if you're just thinking out loud here? By week one, um, when to the point you just made, Zach, they haven't even determined what is wrong with him. So you know, it's an NFL team. So he's a pro athlete. So you know he's had to have an MRI ready which basically is like an x-ray of non-bone, muscle and tissue. That's what an MRI does. You know he had to have an x-ray, which is issue, uh, which is x-ray, which shows bone. So he had to have that. Then he probably had, a, uh, I believe, probably a, uh, a sonogram, which they, you know, people, just, people think they just do that for a woman who's pregnant. But no, you, I've had him on my shoulder. I've had him on my back. had him on my neck. It's, uh, you know, they could see inside everything in the joint, see everything was going on. He had to have all this done. But... Yet they've yet to lay out what exactly is going on here, or if he needs surgery or not. And, and a little bone just doesn't do it for me. And that's the owner of the team. Yeah, if anyone would be plugged in, it would be the owner. I would think you have a lot invested in this man here. Um, you know, I'm not really good at these things, though. So yeah, who knows? According to yeah, it's some kind of small bone, mo something. Okay. It's the franchise quarterback, but everything's fine. Don't worry, nothing to see here, folks. Everything's good. It's like unbelievable. It makes no sense. Here we go, number two. Number two. AB addresses the media. Yes, you were going to go. I will go. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Usually, like, Moose and I are kind of volley back and forth. My no, bad. just fell asleep I, there. I, for yeah, a sorry. Second. No, it's all good. No, I was just I was looking at you, looking at you. Hey, hey, nice hat. Nice hat. Nice hat. Nice hat. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So, AB it was back. Antonio Brown was back in Raider Camp. Uh, he should have never left Raider Camp. Okay. He should never went to his mansion in Miami. He should have been He should have been staying in Napa Valley at Raider Camp. Um, but uh, the whole issue with the helmet, uh, he just left camp. And I just feel like the whole helmet thing was a week-long distraction away from the feet. Now, you saw Hard Knocks last night. I'm going to watch it today. You said there was a lot of chatter about the feet. They showed the feet. Our social media team put photos out of Antonio Brown's messed up, disgusting foot, feet issues, foot, feet. You got it. So I I feel like the helmet thing was a slight distraction for A.B. And that's why I, I do think he wants to use his old non-certified played-out helmet, but... Uh, and I think you're right. I, I do think he's annoyed about the helmet, yeah. but I do think he was using that as a little bit of a distraction because of the screen. frustration screen, yeah. uh, of the feet. Because even Drew Rosenhaus said yesterday the, the feet were always a bigger deal than the helmet. Uh, this is from uh, Vic Defer, I think, who covers the Raiders. He's back today because his off-site treatment is over. So that's why he there left. Go. There you go. That's However, why he left. Okay, I didn't realize that's why he left. You oh. can't get the treatment still in... At the team facility? Right, at Napa Valley, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the thing. Everyone likes to use their own Of course, but the thing is... However, his own way got him this problem, and he's getting cryotherapy in France. And you got to think, you know, everybody's been talking about Antonio Brown with the Raiders and everything that's going on with him, and that's always some kind of drama, no matter what it is. There's constant issues. Um, 
People are like, what's going on? He's like, stay tuned. The proverbial stay tuned. Uh, it's played out, too. I was talking. We were talking before the show. Myself, you, Mikey B, and and uh, what's his name? Uh, Pete. The, uh, the Monk. Frank. Yeah, Frank. Pete, the body, the Monk. You are a yeah, Monk. And we were talking. Just who's like all the Steelers right now just sitting in the Steel City, just smiling away like, thank God, this pain in the rear end is gone. They won't say it publicly. Oh, man. If I could be a little fly on the wall, though, and... Big Ben and mm. and Mike Tomlin start uh, having a conversation. They're probably cracking jokes. Oh God, you know Tomlin loves this. Oh man, he's got to be loving it, and he won't. He'll never react to the media. Let's take a listen to Antonio Brown talking about an update on the foot. A lot better, you know. Working towards 100. percent You know, uh, it's been a process with the feet. Anytime, you know, you got a lot of blisters, and you know, it's hard to change direction, cut and run, and be able to do what I do naturally. But. Uh, I'm going to start from the good foot. I've been away getting a lot of work, so I'm excited to uh, just move forward. Well, listen, he's not wrong on that. I, I agree with him that if you have a – I have right now, it kind of sounds weird. I, I have like a little arthritis in my left foot on the side. I know it's arthritis because it, I'll get like throbbing pain like every once in a while. Not all day. Out of nowhere, too. Out of nowhere. And that's just part of, you know – Getting arthritis as your body's beat up over the years. I did a lot of heavy leg work in the gym, a lot of squatting and hack squats. So I was pushing a lot with my feet to build power, my calves, quads, and hams. And the thing is, I know I've built up some arthritis in my feet. In all the years wrestling, years ago I wrestled barefoot and playing judo. So I get this throbbing once in a while on the left side of my foot, and it hurts like hell. So I could slightly, to a real minimal extent, understand what Antonio Brown's saying. Um, about having a blister on his foot or having any issues on his feet and the force, frostbite and all, bite and all that stuff where he, you know, the way he plays and how he runs and how fast he is and how he cuts. I'm not discrediting that. I believe he's got a... The first hard knocks, you could see him just walking around. He's, he's walking around gingerly. And apparently when he walked into this press or whatever he did here when we have the sound, he was not really walking in like normal. He was walking in a little bit like... Hesitant. Yeah, has his feet a little gimpy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I actually had blisters on my feet about a month and a half ago. Now, not from frostbite. But, oh, you don't say. But I was I was working out and I wasn't wearing the proper shoes. You that were I running on wear. the uh, you were running on the uh, elliptical, elliptical again. Yes, yes. I was running on the elliptical. You noticed there was some social media chatter yesterday about that comment you made. Really? Oh yeah. People don't, people don't enjoy that. No, people thought that made no sense when I called you out on that. It's like you can't run on an elliptical. You run on a treadmill. How does that not make sense? No. I'm, my legs are moving at a fast pace as you're if not I'm running. running. You're on an elliptical. It's not running. If you're on a pre-core, whatever company the elliptical that it makes that machine, it's not a run. You, unless you, you call that. It's not. It's it's not. It's All right. Long. So I was running on the elliptical. Oh, and I started to get these blisters. And it started out one little blister and spread yeah, all happens. across the feet. And Horrible. It was awful for, I would say, a week and a half. And then it magically woke up one day. Yeah. Goodbye. Well. I think that's what Antonio Brown wants. By the way, we were talking earlier, too, about Antonio Brown. Apparently, Chad Johnson, Ocosico Jones, he offered up his helmet from 2010. His, uh, his uh, what do you call it, shut air advantage helmet. Under one condition, Chad said to AB on social media, on Twitter, you know, I'll let you use my helmet. If you tell Gruden to let me uh, let me play in the slot on third downs, that's pretty funny. Here's the problem: yeah. day 2010, this time next year, we'll be back in this because you need the helmet needs to be uh, less than 10 oh, years old. Oh, 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 yeah, so this yeah. is never going to go away. Even oh, if he gets one yeah. in 2011, 2012, 
This issue, I've had enough. I don't want to hear oh about the helmet God. anymore. I got five kids. I hear you. All right, well, let's check on number three. Here we go. Number three. Vic Bangio says, no more rookie haircuts. <laughs> right enough, you. Coach, all right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want the hazing. Let's take a listen to Coach Fangio. I just don't think it's right. You know, I just don't believe in hazing. There's traditions that stay put. You know, guys are getting up in front of the team and doing a little skit every night. But uh, that's hazing. Maybe a rookie's carrying somebody's pads off the field. That's and so hazing. on, or bringing in the donuts or the that's hazing breakfast. But nothing physical. Oh, so he doesn't believe in hazing, but he just listed a litany of hazing things. Is that are those things really hazing though? Uh, no, but I'm saying they're, they're in the hazing combo. Like if I was new to the show, let's say, and and. You should be buying donuts, and you yeah, should right? shave your own head. Every show, you should shave your head. I, I think that's proper work ethic. Every single show. Good business practices. Well, you know, it, it is. Yeah, it is. Good. Speaking of shaving, uh, so uh, as we uh, get ready to go to break here, speaking of shaving, we're going to break. We'll come back and break. Talk about Jim Harbaugh fires back. Hey, support for Taz the News comes from Manscaped. Number one in below-the-belt grooming, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, a friend of mine, Bobby the Bob Bob, he uh, is big into shaving his nether regions. And now, because of manscaping, he says he's got a nice short crop deal going on. So congrats to him. Uh, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe, I said lawnmower, skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag. Ah, yeah. Uh, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer you use on your face you use down there. That's just nasty and gross. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Well, hell, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Okay. Here's the best part. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ, T-A-Z, at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code T-A-Z. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, yeah. Rock and roll on this Thursday. All right, latest sports update. Here's our man, Brad. Hello. Brad, hello. Brad, hello. Are you there, Brad? Brad, hello. Giant baby, hello. Where is, what's he doing, Brad? Get on mic, son. Where's Brad Heller? <laughs> Brad, you there? Are you looking for me? Do it, kid. Do your update, big I'm guy. all alone in the studio. What's hey, going? Hey, Is this hey, a little hey, prank? Hey, What's uh, happening here? Come on, a little radio joke. Never heard nobody. All right. All right, go ahead, kid. Okay, we'll start with NFL news, guys. What started as a calf strain for Colts quarterback Andrew Luck is now a high ankle issue. Here is the update from GM Chris Ballard on a conference call in a canyon. He's not practicing right now, so there's enough pain to where he's not practicing. That's what we have to get under control. If once we get that under control, I think we can really move forward. And I think there's no question he had a calf, but the lower part is more of an ankle issue. So that's once we get that under control, we think we can help with the pain. Luck is not expect not expected to play at all in the preseason, but no word yet 
on the season opener. Giants receiver Golden Tate's going to miss the first four games. We know that for sure. His suspension was upheld for violating the league's PED policy. Tate was arguing that it was from a prescribed fertility medication. Baseball, two teams hitting the 80-win mark last night, starting with the Dodgers. And this one is hit in the air, deep to left center field. Headed back toward the wall. It is gone. A home run for Smith, his second of the night. And the Dodgers lead it 6-1. to one. Tim Neverett, Dodgers radio. Cody Bellinger added his major league tying 39th. The Dodgers routed the Marlins in Miami 15-1. to one. They're 80-41, and 41, just like the Yankees who beat the Orioles for the 15th straight time, 8-3 in New York. Domingo Herman becoming the Majors' first 16-game winner. The Twins are back in first in the AL Central, a half-game lead on the Indians. Marwin Gonzalez taking Josh Hader deep, a three-run homer in the eighth as they beat the Brewers in Milwaukee 7-5. Here's twin skipper Rocco Baldelli. The big moment by Marwin to go up there against Hader and... and you know, be ready and, and attack the first pitch that he saw in the zone and, you know, do what he did. I mean, that's that's just a huge moment. In Cleveland, Francisco Lindor tied the game with an RBI double in the bottom of the ninth, but Jackie Bradley Jr. going deep in the 10th. The Red Sox beat the Indians 7-6. to six. Chris Sale reaching 2,000 career strikeouts faster than any pitcher in Major League history. In the NL Central, the Cubs lead on the Cardinals is down to one game as the Cubs lost to the Phillies 4-2. Cardinals blanked the Royals 2-zip. Jack Flaherty, seven more scoreless innings. His streak is now up to 23 in a row. The Cardinals lead for the second wild card spot. It is a game and a half on the Brewers. Two games on both the Phillies and the Mets. The Mets lost to the Braves in Atlanta 5-3. They also lost all-star Jeff McNeil to a hamstring injury. I mean, it sucks. You know, the team's playing well. Um, you know, I just want to contribute and... Um, Hopefully this is you know something real short and can get back on the field. McNeil's going to have an MRI today, guys. All right, listen, hey Brad, uh, you had no clue what was going on, by the way. No right? idea. You're a great no, sport. I thought that was a recording, and then I look around, I don't see Taz. <laughs> Tremendous. And even when he's calling my name, I still don't see Taz. So <laughs> what happened was to bring everybody in behind the scenes, behind the into the joke. We, uh, myself and Zach, we we were in a different location in the control room. Where we have access, there's microphones everywhere. The studio's palatial. It's an amazing studio. So there's microphones everywhere. So we were able to get on the air live broadcast while Brad was in the studio here, Lonesome Dove. He was by himself, uh, you know, sorry, Sap Jones, just sitting around here looking around. And then he hears the golden voice of me, Taz. And it's like, wow, uh, what's going on? And so it was like a little trickster we played on you. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering because the commercial break was ending and I'm like, these guys aren't here. Can't get nothing by you, buddy. Can't get nothing by you. They're still not here. That's right. And then my name's Heller. You were a chicken without a head, basically. He starts running around. Where's Taz? Where's Taz? I know. I know. He hears the voice. It's like like it's from above. Oh, by the way, buddy. Happy birthday, dude. Thank you, sir. Happy birthday. I heard it was your birthday. I read it online. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brad. Hello. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. 21, 21, 31, 31 years old. 31 years old. 31 years old. 31. 31. Nope. look great. Congratulations. Now we got you a present. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we did. Mikey B is going to deliver you cookies later. Yeah. Ah. My bads are out the Okay, that's He's the only one I get Uber Eats from. Okay. Thank you, Brad. All right, then. All right, Brad. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy birthday. Go enjoy your day. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, so there you go. So Jim Harbaugh, he fires back. Thanks very much. At the whole Cincinnati coach. Why don't you lay this out for us here, my Yes, so what happened here is you have James Hudson, who transferred uh, from Michigan to Cincinnati. Uh, Originally, Luke Fickle, the coach of Cincinnati, said 
Uh, Michigan wasn't very helpful in the process. Uh, Harbaugh then fires back by saying, well, we didn't block the waiver. This is an NCAA issue, and they didn't allow him uh, to play right away. So basically, long story short here, uh, this was uh, Hudson's take on the whole thing. The University of Cincinnati filed a waiver for me to uh, immediately be uh, eligible to play. Uh, that's what Hudson said. The offensive, uh, the uh, six uh, foot five, two hundred pound uh, former four star recruit uh, who's a uh, from Toledo Central Catholic in spring via Twitter. That's what he, he ended up saying. The NCAA denied my waiver specifically because I never spoke up about my mental struggles. Uh, to the administration at the University of Michigan. And then he went on to also say, like many football players, I was afraid to speak up about my depression, not wanting to look weak. Now the NCAA is telling me that my courage to step forward and speak about my issues were done too late, and subjectively my circumstances do not warrant relief. Uh, so the NCAA denied the, the wave for Hudson to play this season uh, back in May. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. So, so okay, Harbaugh is upset at Fickle, why? Like because Fickle basically said you guys weren't very helpful, and and yeah, Harbaugh said well, we didn't deny the I, waiver. I, I got to be honest. Like my son's transferred, okay, as an athlete, as a D one athlete, and the school in in this case, Michigan, they did the right thing. They didn't deny the waiver. They your right? coach has to. You have to get a release. It's just like a contract. So if you want to leave, you work for. I work here at, at CBS Sports Radio. I'm under contract. So if I want to leave now, I got to get. From the company I work for, if I want to leave the company, I need to get a release to release me out of my contract. It's the same thing with an athlete that has a scholarship. He has to get a release signed by the head coach or the AD. I think it's just the head coach, but it could be the AD too, to release you from that program and that university as an athlete that's under scholarship. I know this because, like I said, my kid lived through this. Okay, the school he left signed his release. No problem. He's able to go to the next school. Sounds like Harbaugh and Michigan did their job, so I could see his case here. Now, for the young man talking about depression and all that stuff, it seems like more of an NCAA issue, no? Well, yeah, and that's what Harbaugh basically said. This is not the understanding I'm under because when he was attacked saying it was his fault, he said, I'm under the understanding that the NCAA decides these waivers. Yeah, and, and uh, honestly, with that part, I didn't even know that part. Like, I know maybe it's changed in the past couple of years. I know my kid... That didn't happen. Like, the NCAA had nothing to do with it. Really? Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe the school, unbeknownst to us, uh, has to give. Yeah, they probably sent, the school he left probably sent the waiver the to the NCAA. Class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, right, right, right. So that part. But I can tell you, as the athlete and the athlete's family, you're not, you're not engaging with the NCAA. You're dealing with the school you're leaving to go into the next school. As long as your GPA is right. And you got the right amount of credits academically, you know, you, you, and, and, the, and the team wants you. you know? Now, now here's where some of the confusion could be maybe solved on the whole issue. Uh, this is from MLive.com. Uh, in this case, Michigan, it says they had the opportunity, the previous school, to respond and give input, I guess, to the NCAA. Okay. At the time of his transfer, Harbaugh was under the impression it was over a lack of playing time. Hudson never mentioned suffering from depression during his brief time at Michigan, uh, something that he revealed in May, like we were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. on social media. So th that's maybe why Fickle could say, well, they weren't very helpful because Fickle heard a different story I that see. Harbaugh maybe right. wasn't and never like aware of possibly. Okay, now that makes more sense. So I'm glad you cleared that up, Zach. Thanks for that info. The thing is now, to me, unless I'm misunderstanding this, the NCAA looks bad here because th the bottom line is the kid wants to be at, at Cincinnati. That's the bottom line, right or wrong. So why 
does the kid have to sit out this year? Why not make it happen because of all this 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 ridiculousness between the coaches and because maybe Harbaugh didn't give all the information. He just thought it was playing time, not that the kid was suffering from depression. Um, let Hudson play. I mean, what, I know it's not going to happen now, right? He's got to sit out. But he, he he's at, you know, he's a student. He's going to be a student at the University of Cincinnati. Yeah. You have to sit out a year if you transfer unless if you have a, a different circumstance. To right. me, I, I'm, I'm with you. How many times? Oh, because of the, the rule, right? So, yeah. yeah. Again, that, that that's a recent thing, right? That, and, and didn't I, that new rule just happen recently? Where uh, no no the rule you're thinking of is uh, if you're a senior you could you could that's uh, right that's you could redshirt right, 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 right. it, it's the four games four that, games, that you're right, allowed right. to play that's what we saw last that's year right, that's right, that's right. Uh, with Kelly Bryant who yeah. by the way isn't getting a national championship ring from Clemson, with Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, not giving yeah. him one yeah. the, the whole thing here is how many times do we see Manny Diaz he took a job at Temple my alma mater for 17 and days in two days and, and went to Miami whoosh, went to right Miami. away went, went to, to Miami. Miami yeah yeah no no penalty there no now penalty. they have to pay a buyout to Temple right these kids they can't transfer now I understand the commitment and, and that part of it and this is what happens in life and I'm sure you've taken jobs uh, I've taken jobs absolutely you walk in you think it's going to be great and you go what did I get myself happens into? All the time to people. And, and a better opportunity becomes available and you're out. It happens all the time to people. The problem is you just mentioned about Manny Diaz who, who bailed on Temple after 17 days and then went to Miami. Uh, you know, it's a double standard. So the coaches can do whatever the hell they want. You know, and, and these kids that are 18, 19 years old, 20 years old, they can't. And they have their future ahead of them. These coaches, they're living their future. They're that living Manny them. Diaz thing, by the way. Uh, it's not cool. That that wasn't cool. We I talked was at about the press here. conference for Temple. Yeah. I interviewed him one-on-one. No kidding. And yeah. he's like, oh, I'm so excited to be here. And I knew that he was probably only going to be there for a year. But I, I thought you at least get one year out of him before yeah. he bolts somewhere else. Yeah. No, but again, double step. Imagine a player trying to do that. It's not possible. And, it's not going to happen. And play. also, th- things that I've heard from, uh, you know, from a few people. I think uh, Manny Diaz may have uh, known a few days in advance before uh, Mark well, Rick resigned. Well, those that things this was going to happen. Well, correct the mundo. Those type things don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, Miami University of Miami had this epiphany. We really need Coach Diaz, and uh, what's his name is leaving. Rick, 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 Mark Rick leave, retired. He was at Georgia before that, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Georgia? Yeah, he retired. Uh, Rick's going to dude. You're a massive program like Miami Hurricanes, but you, Manny Diaz, he was he acted as if he was so surprised. Yeah, when like, Mark Whoa, Rick look retired. At I didn't know this was going to happen. Nah, he had his cake and he ate it too. That's mm-hmm. what he did. That's what he did. But what, as far as kids transferring, like you know, like with this situation here, it, it's a shame uh, the way this thing all we got public like this for this kid, because that should be a private thing amongst the young man, his family, and the two programs. That's how that should be. And kids transfer all the time in all sorts of sports, in, in, in college sports. The D1, D2, D3, all the time. And most of the times it doesn't come out to the public. It shouldn't. It's just private business. And, and if it was a BS reason why he was transferring and he's trying to use something, then I would understand making him sit out a year. This, see, who am I to say that this isn't legit, though? We, we, don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. How do we know? And, and you know what? In a sport like this, if you do have depression – and we even see it in the NBA when you're the, the big macho man yeah. and everything. It's You sometimes are viewed as weak if you admit this. And that's why I enjoy now people are embracing mental health and we're bringing it to the, the forefront. And, and we're making it a big deal because you know it being, a, uh, being a, an athlete, yeah. the mental health part of it, if you don't feel right, it can mess up your life. I don't care how much money yeah. you're making. And it's interesting. And it's an interesting topic. And you and I are from two different generations. Okay. And like when I was... 22, 21, 25 years old. Man up. 
it, there was no such there yeah. was no label called depression. Mm-hmm. Now I know depression is a real thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not saying that against any people that might have any issues. I'm not saying that. I know it's a real thing. But I'm talking about back in the day. Day there was no like I, I, my kid was talking about somebody he knows at, at, at one of the schools, at one of the other colleges that is an athlete. He said, "Yeah, no, he's got some anxiety right now." I looked at him. I said, "Dude, everybody has anxiety. Like anxiety, anxiety. You know, if, if people have if people have." I'm not saying anything negative about mental. I'm just saying, like, different generations look at it a little bit different. Because back in the day, like, there was no labels on things. Now we're a smarter society, uh, mental health and the education to it, and, and doctors and, and, and psychologists and psychiatrists have research and, and the brain and everything and what people's habits and all this. And so now there's a more understanding to it. It's much more serious. Back in the day, though, it was like, if someone was depressed, they would just out it down right now. They're just down and out right now. They got to pick it up. They got to suck it up. That's how it was. Yeah, I, I'm I, not knocking no one today. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, and, no, because you got to protect yourself today. Because it's like, you know, it's like then it's like, oh, what are you saying? Oh, I, I'm not saying nothing about and being truthful. Negative. I'm being that, that's honest. what it was back then. You know, different generations of people. You e- know? Even when I was growing up, they yeah. would say, "Toughen up." You'd be on the football yeah. field. Toughen up. Be a man. Absolutely. And it's it's just so it's. You know, but again, this young man suffering from depression, that's a real thing. And especially, I'm going to tell you, like, for, for athletes, I've talked about it a few times on the show here. It's very hard for, for kids, especially when they're freshmen, when they're at they're playing a Division One sport especially. It's very demanding. Not just, like, for my son, like, when he was a freshman, the, the, the hard thing was not playing, playing against, playing in that speed, playing with that size. That didn't bother him. He was fine. The playing part was easy. It was the amount of time that it takes out of your day. It's a job. While you're trying to be a student, it's very, very, very And also trying to have a social life, too. Absolutely. And the coaches tell you, you got to have a social life. Okay, when? Where am I doing my homework? When when I'm at practice, then I got mandatory lift. Then I got mandatory film. Study hall. I got mandatory study hall. Now I got a a paper due. But you want me to have a social life, and how am I supposed to sleep when I get up at 5 a.m. to go do a lift with the team? Like, that's that's the life of a D1 athlete, not just football players. <laughs> and also, if their explanation is, oh, well, he didn't tell anyone at Michigan about this, uh, you know, who, who is it for, for the NCAA to say when you should be compelled to open up about your issues? Uh, no, you're right about that. No, I agree. I agree. Totally agree. All right, we'll get the undercard coming up next right here. Stories we missed from today's rundown, which I don't know. I mean, we've hit everything, but Mikey B will find something. Never fails. Find some. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to get to that. Yes, yes, yes. All right. All right. Uh, Taz with Zach Gelb here. We'll be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Sorry, I just snapped at the board operator and I thought it was on the air. Uh, it's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from Tiffany in San Diego in the 619 over there. A quarterback named Tom Grady won the Arena Bowl MVP. Was that really my guy, Tom Brady? Uh, well, don't forget you could submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Tom Grady. Of the Albany Empire, 45-27, to 27, the mm-hmm. winning quarterback of the Albany Empire over the Philadelphia Soul 
It was uh, Arena Bowl 32. This Tom Grady, by the way, is a three-time Arena Football League MVP. Well, all kidding aside, we're not. This is no joke. He's also a giant man. He's six foot seven. Played for the Utah Utes. He's a giant man. Okay, um, large dude. Very, very big guy. And I would love to see him end up in the NFL, in the AFC East somewhere, either as a backup to Tom my Brady. Bill. Yeah, something. Yeah, that'd be great. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No, just I'd love to see him in it somewhere. Just. So we could talk about him more than Tom Brady. You know what I mean? So Tiffany in San Diego. He's 34 years old. It's not Tom Brady. It's Tom Grady. Tommy Grady. He's 6'7", where Tom Brady Tommy is Grady. Like 6'5"-ish. He's 34 years old. If you haven't made the NFL by now, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, that's not right. Well, why are you putting expiration dates on guys? He's I mean, 34. All right. So what do you say? He's washed he played up? with the uh, – he was on the practice squad, I think, with the Dolphins in 2009. Oh, he's done. Then was the with the Oklahoma City Yard Dogs, oh, the Utah Blaze, the Pittsburgh Power, the Jacksonville Sharks, Washington Valor, now with the Albany Empire. Guess what, Zach? CBS Sports Radio toll-free line, <laughs> 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Yes, uh, it's interesting. He might be washed up, especially that little bit of time he spent with the as a backup with the Dolphins. That'll take some time off your football career. Now, yeah, wow. uh, this is according to Wikipedia, very reliable oh, it's source. reliable, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of truthful things about you on Wikipedia. I never go to that. 701 touchdowns in his arena career to 113 interceptions. 15 rushing touchdowns is thrown for 32,000 yards in his arena career. All right. 701 to 113. He's got a quarterback rating of 114.91. So what's Tom Brady's quarterback rating? How do we, do we, let's get that. I have, to, I have to look that up. But here's an interesting you don't have theory. a tattooed on your forearm, Mr. Patriot. Go Pats! Tommy uh, Grady, maybe if they don't get a contract worked out with Dak Prescott, maybe he could be the future quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think that's going to happen. No? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. It seems seems if uh, Cleveland would draft him, they didn't have Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Brady's career quarterback rating is 97.6. All right. And the Tom Grady, his is 114.91. All right. We're talking about a a little bit tougher of a league, though. Yeah. That's a good point. There we go. Just a little bit. It's time for the undercard. Enough of this. Let's go. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. But one thing, though, about the arena, you're right, NFL's a much tougher league. But that that arena league, I mean, it's nonstop passing. So defensively, those those D-backs and linebackers are sitting on a pass play. Oh, so it's a little tougher. I don't want to say tougher to be a quarterback there, but it's, you know. I loved it as a kid, though. You, you no, go, I did too. No, but I'm the saying the New York Dragons. Oh, absolutely no. I'm with you, Aaron Garcia. No, I loved his rim him. He was legit. Mm-hmm. He's good. No, I'm saying for a quarterback, though, was the defense. They're never playing the run first. They're playing the pass first. So defensively, they know the ball's being thrown. Right or wrong? Okay. There's not much to think about, bro. I, I, do you see a lot of running no. running plays in the arena league? No, but it, it's not real football. Oh, come on. It's not. It's like I'm talking to Moose. Goodbye to the Mark Here we go. What, what are you, a big AF fan, too? Oh, I was. Did you hear what he just said? Were you a Goodbye big AAF undercard. fan? Remember that? Oh, my God. What are we oh doing? God, I'm a huge AAF fan. Kidding me? Are you going to be in on the XFL you now? dang right I will be. Maybe Bring McMahon should get you to do some of the games then. Go Arizona. I like A. A-A-F. That's right. A-A-F. You say A. A-F. There you go. 
proofs in the pudding, son. Yeah, I love football. It's really that simple. I love football. I love football. So how do you watch football, though, when you're saying, who's this? Who's this playing? Well, see, now, 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 now. Who's this Joe Schmo? See, we just did right there. That's called a mock moment. I taught you all about being a mock. So you, sir, are a mock for only big name players. You are a mock. You are a mock. That's a mock moment. I guess I'm a mark. That's okay. I'm mark, just like, mark, mark. Now I can show, just show you you just had a mark moment. Instead of loving the game, where you could watch the AAF or the AAAAF or the AAAAAU or, or the XFL, whatever league you want to, or the Arena League, whatever. I love Canadian football. I watch Canadian League you all the time. You lecture me, though, on how valuable your own time is. I'm not watching real I football. I have tons of time, but I have mobile devices. I watch things on my all my mobile devices in my cars. I'm not watching my, fake my football. Smoking cigars and it's not fake football. I'm only watching real football. Listen, I love it's football. not fake football. It These is. guys are. are it didn't athletes. even last the season. Listen, you're a former football player like me. How could you? That's not right. You know that. You can't knock an athlete. And like I wouldn't that. say I was a legitimate football player. I played high school. That's not true. You were a high school. You were a player. So why you played high school? You, you still played football. Don't demean yourself. I'm here to eh. pick you up. Eh. I pick people up. Power you, of positivity. That's you know me. What? We'll transition to the undercard. I'll say I one, one thing. Pe- I don't care about the undercard. Okay. I'm picking you up right now. Hard okay. What? Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm picking you up. Okay. That's what I do. The undercard happens. Sometimes Moose and I, don't, we don't, it, the music plays, we're going to do it. <laughs> this happens all the time. This and the Mikey B's in your ear. Come on, get to the undercard, 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 get to the undercard. He used to do it. He don't anymore. Now he's in my ear. Now he just smiles. The whole segment. It doesn't matter. You got to get Taz to the undercard. Tell him to shut up, get to the undercard. I believe he's saying that. I do believe that part. Yeah. He just did it again. Mike, you ready for the undercard? I need another minute. Okay. You know why? Because the undercard is about Mike. And we've established. No, it is not about me. It's all about you, Mike. It's about you. Yeah, Mike. What's the undercard? Give me the give me the, give me and Zach the gimmick. Come on, here we go. Mike Tyson said on his podcast, hot boxing with Mike Tyson. He said this. We got what? What is that? A lot of research. What do we smoke a month? The, what? The forty thousand a month. Know. We smoke forty like, at forty thousand a we month. We smoke ten tons of weed at yeah. the ranch a, a month. Is that a lot? Well, yeah, I would think that's a lot of mar- marijuana. I got a quick one v one for you. Sure. Who do you think smokes more pot a month, Don Nelson or Mike Tyson? We had Don Nelson on. Did we have Don Nelson on? We did not. All right. He smokes a lot of guns. <laughs> we were high. Don Nelson and Willie Nelson. They got a little Nelly Cush. <laughs> we had Willie. We had Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember who it was. Who we have a coach on who lives in Hawaii now? What's his name? I forgot his name. We talked about the story. Oh, dude, we had him on. No, we didn't have him All on. Right. Take that out of the pocket. George Carl? Yes, we had George That's Carl. We had George on. Carl on. He was, well, I'm over here accusing the man of. But he was. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> I don't know where he is either. All right. So Mike Tyson smokes a lot of pot, smokes 40,000 pounds of weed. Not $40,000. Thousand. Well, it's still a lot of weed, whatever it is. I, I, you know, I'm not into the ganja. How do you even pick that up? You got to grow it, right? You get a forklift. <laughs> Put a backhoe on that thing there. Yeah, I guess you got to grow it. You got to have like a greenhouse or something. Imagine if he was your Uber Eats delivery. Uh... Oh, that'd be funny. I'd mark out. Can Person? you get that? Can you get that delivered? Yeah, Uber too Eats? far. Oh, what? Marijuana? Can you send me a dime bag on the app? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing here? Give me a brownie. I live in Colorado. All right, Maybe next. I'm a girly guy. 
And finally, in Palm Springs, there is a new hotel. You go in finally. You did one. Well, I'm just looking at the. I'm doing clock management. Oh. We didn't shut up. I got it. Like, uh, anyway. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Palm Springs, there's a new hotel. It's Andy Reid. It's called The Bell. It's a Taco Bell hotel and resort. Does, does this interest you? It actually does. Because anywhere I can get food at the hotel quick, I'm in. And Just no E. coli. Who, yeah, but who could who could get any better than a fast food joint in the, in the hotel? It is the hotel. It is the hotel. The hotel, it's Taco Bell themed. So I have a taco bar. Yep. We've come full circle. Earlier we talked about cliches and radio. Taco Tuesday! Happy Hump Day! Happy Hump Day today, everyone! <laughs> no, I would be interested in the taco uh, hotel. I'll, I'll use I'll that, yeah? 200 a room. Yeah, that's I, a mere bag of shells. I'd take, take a little steak taco. You would go with the, ta- with the no taco guacamole, theme hotel? No guacamole, though. Bad for my stomach. I don't stomach. like the guac, either. I'm, I'm allergic to guac. Very fattening. All right, listen, uh, Mike, uh, Pete, great job, man. Uh, the Hel- Heller, Connor Heller. Bob Feller. Great job, buddy. Uh, happy course, belated. Zach, yes, happy yeah, belated birthday. Enough of that. Uh, we did that already. And, uh, Zach, great job, sir. I'll see you tomorrow. You got it. I appreciate everybody who uh, listened to the show. We appreciate it very much and uh, engaged on social media. Uh, okay, uh, bye. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.